Hello everyone, welcome to another podcast. And I have with me Miss Amanda. Hello. The one Thank and beautiful and awesome <laughs> girlfriend, Miss Amanda. I said it. <laughs> I'm like still official. Yep, Our yep. secret's out. Exactly, it's out to the world. So I became 20. Jeez, I'm even forgetting these days. 27. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting, getting there. So there's just a little bit of things I learned. I call it like, I was gonna call like this session like my sage or wisdom or I don't know. It's like old person having an advice for younger generation or for just people <laughs> out there. So old. It's like your quotes from life or your sage of wisdom that you can give. So one of the things I came up with was number one is you need the Holy Spirit for like marriage, relationship, work, just your everyday life. Like the world has become complex. We're filled with a lot of information. Mm-hmm. So we need the Holy Spirit more than ever before. Mm-hmm. What's your take on that? That's good. Completely agree with it. By His strength alone, mm-hmm. do we do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need the Holy Spirit more to also like help us. Um, you know, pick the right information. Like everyone is having different kinds of information on how you can live your life. Mm-hmm. The church, the school, work, pastors, friends, older people keep telling us like this and that and this and that about um, about life. So just a deep relationship with the Holy Spirit just tells you like, no. Like I always also feel like our life by God, he has a plan for each and different person. So each person is special. Mm. So each person needs to know what God has for them. And just not, there's no manual for everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if yeah, for every product out there, there's like a manual for that product. Mm-hmm. But for each one of us, probably a manual is the Bible. But God just has a design for each person to fulfill a different kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He made us each uniquely, fearfully, and wonderfully made. Amen. And... If we don't seek out that wisdom from our ultimate teacher, then, I mean, we'd be following idols if we listen to everyone else. Exactly. That's good. Exactly. That's it. So, well, the one I just found that, I want to see if, I was going to talk more about this one in a different way, but it says the world has become a scary place to live in. Hmm. All I see is rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> what do you see? Yeah, the world has become scary. Like, it's just growing up. You know, when you become an adult, you just adult in every day becomes you're more aware. It's not a fairy tale world like the, being sheltered for your parents and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you become real. Like, wow, all that happens, mm-hmm. and you just have to live with it. Yeah, which is like. I mean, and with your line of like work and stuff, I mean, you see stuff and things like that. Mm-hmm. She's just an awesome social worker, by the way. He has no idea what kind of social worker I am, let the record state, but he's sweet, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that. So, yeah, she's an awesome social worker and stuff like that. So, you've seen a lot of quite a number of stuff, and 
I know one time you explained how the grace of God helps you move on and not get so attached in mm-hmm. different situations, which is so amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm, I thank God for it very much. Yeah, so like the world has become like a scary place to live in. So this is her first time, so just give her grace. Please, all of the grace. <laughs> so like, um, the world has become a scary place, so it's just knowing that sometimes it's more like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Like falling back to God and know that hey, God has the best interest for us at heart. Mm. And no matter how scary things we see or feel, we just know God is in control. Mm-hmm. Just know that things feel like evil is taking preeminence and there's no good in the world. Mm. Well, that's, there's but, hope in that. There's yeah. a lot of um, respite in it too when mm. we get um, too weary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So another pointer that I think I survived 26 or my most of my adulthood is listening to sermons. Oh, really? I didn't notice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I listened to quite a number of sermons. I'm joking. <laughs> I've noticed. You listen to many of them, which is it's a beautiful thing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, um, listening to sermons is like, I always feel building from the wisdom of other pastors is like super cool like from the experience how they lived the life of the faith walk they walk the faith walk with experience of like holding to god and knowing especially like i like people like td jakes who always talks about life and how just holding to god during hard times mm-hmm. at the end of the day you come out strong it's just so good it makes use of all of it for I know. sure i know so it's like listening to sermons it's like do, or doing the faith walk mm-hmm. and listening to sermons is like being on the edge of a cliff and you have to make each step once you're at the edge of a cliff and you have to jump off that means there's, you have to figure out each step to keep on moving so your faith is like you're not moved by what's the word again you're not moved by sight or by you're not moved by you, things you, you see you don't walk by sight you are by faith oh yeah you don't walk okay yeah you don't walk by sight you walk by faith mm-hmm. so the faith walk is like trusting in God's favor and grace and you know, like you know it's like jumping off this table and every step you make by faith it's by faith mm-hmm. and there's the word of god by pastors it's like so good so i love mm-hmm. sermons mm-hmm. that's it's really good. good do you have any favorite preacher no honestly i don't listen to sermon i don't seek them out outside of my church it's cool it's okay i mean you can judge me, but don't judge me that hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So, um, yeah, but we started. Which one did we listen to the other day? When we were driving to... That was a long day ago. Yeah, but that was one. We listened to like a couple sermons there. Um, was that when we went to Holy Hill? Yeah, Holy Hill. Yeah. I don't remember their names, but they were really good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed them. Yeah. So, yeah, so I just listened to them here and there. So there's another one I found. We are a mystery. We as humans are like mysteries. So in the sense of when we are made in the image of God, God is a mystery. So he made us as well as a mystery. Mm. In a sense of like, there's so many things I just knew about myself that I never knew that was about me. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, I'm going to know those things. Like, I know that I need self-discipline on my time. Like, I push things off or procrastinate, which he I know. He said it. He said it. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I procrastinate about certain things. Oh, I need to be cleaner and more organized. Oh, really? Shocker. I know. I know. I need to work on that. So, You're doing great. Um, what are you thinking? Communication skills. I've been... I think I'm doing better at my communication skills. I second that. <laughs> hmm I appreciate that. So I think I'm doing better at my communication skills. But so, like, the minute we are a mystery, is like, I'm figuring out myself and more. So, hmm. we are a mystery is more like, we don't really know who we fully are, mm-hmm. but we unravel ourselves and get a better grip of ourselves as we walk with God as well too. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to understand yourself and then walk with God and be like, oh, this is this about me and this is this about me. Mm-hmm. And you become, you begin to realize that you're not like everyone else. Like, you're not normal. Mm-hmm. And no one is normal. Like, mm-hmm. we tend to think everyone is normal. Like, right. or I'm not like normal people. Then we begin to be afraid of ourselves or try to figure out ourselves in a certain way or define ourselves in a certain way. And sometimes we find sin too in sometimes. ourselves. Yeah. Mm. And we, we, we need to like as we walk with God, we find a road of redemption and like you know. But once we begin to find ourselves without God, it's like, is that a sin or I should just accept that as a fact of me? Mm-hmm. Or is that something I need to change and we don't change that part of ourselves? So mm-hmm. that's really sad. But walking with God helps the mystery that we unravel in ourselves. Helps us put a blend to it, like mm. put a right mix to it helps us know that God is using every single part of us mm. and whatever is crazy or not normal God just has a way of like you know getting us back in a routine like bro it's okay you're not losing your mind I made you like that just mm-hmm. trust me it's gonna be alright mm-hmm. yeah something like that so basically and I think one last so what do you have to say on that the mystery part well we're already such a big package to unwrap and then god is always he's not letting us be stuck in the patterns of this world but he's transforming us by the renewing of our mind so Mm -hmm. we're changing every day and we have to keep up with that and if we are pursuing this mystery that of how we're made and i had a mentor once who who taught me that when we submit to God, we give him the control, but then he often gives that back to us. And when we seek knowing ourselves more, we know more about God, which makes sense because we are his temple where Mm -hmm. he resides. And so uh, we are one, really. It's a beautiful thing. And like you said, he's... He's a mystery, and his love for us is a mystery. So I think it's just more about the journey than arriving. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a good year for you to Mm -hmm. dive into the deep end with that. I know, it's crazy. So, um, okay, this is one quote I got. I'll read. I have to read it. It's just my new me scribbling notes. 
So, before... Oh, boy. I'm not taking offense. It's fine. <laughs> I thought the same thing about black people. <laughs> wait, wait. I'll, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll talk about the first two. I mean, the, I think towards the end of this is going to be interesting. So, the middle one says, you know, when you're dating... Mm-hmm. When you're, no, there's two things. When you're intentional about your single life and you're like, I'm not dating anybody, I'm not interested in anybody, mm-hmm. people find out that that is when... People are attracted to you the people most. People are attracted to you yeah, the most. you didn't see this New Girl episode yet, did you? Because there's a whole theory around this. <laughs> and there's another thing of when you're in a relationship, too. Uh-huh. Um, people are attracted to you to the most, too. Yeah, I haven't told you this, but this has happened to me a lot in the last couple months. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's really weird. So this is the this is my theory behind it. I feel people are more when you're intentional and when you're in a relationship. We tend to be have I technically call it just common sense. We tend to treat people with common sense. Like for instance, I'm intentional single. I go somewhere and I'm like, hey beautiful girl how you doing that shirt really looks good on you da 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 and I walk away but I'm single and searching and I walk in somewhere and I'm like trying to get the pickup line trying to find make sure I see the right thing try you know she can even feel it like you you feel the butterflies you feel like you don't treat people you don't see people as human you begin to see them as Oh, we could look too good together. It would be romantic together. Or oh, we begin to just have all these emotions and all these things. And we don't just like have this casual talk like, Oh, what's up, girl? What's up, boy? How you doing? Like, we don't treat each comment like as it comes. Like, we don't treat each situation as it is. We overthink things. Like, we are... Hmm. That, okay. That's like my theory to it. Like, we don't know. We are like, so... We just put a lot to it. Oh, interesting. Then when you're in a relationship, it's so easy. So you're more relaxed. You're more relaxed. Yeah. Like, you're like, hey, how you doing? No, no, no. That's good. You want to talk with someone. You're comfortable with it. You're not thinking. You, the quick, the first thing on your mind is not, is he interested in me? Or she, is she interested in me? Like, mm-hmm. you just treat it as a comment. Like, if someone should say, like, I'm intentionally single or I'm in a relationship. And someone says, oh, you have a great sport coat. I like your sport coat. You know, I'll be like, oh, that's, oh, thank you. And mm-hmm. I walk away. But I'm single and searching, just that extra smile alone. That extra smile of someone just look at me like, oh, she really likes me. I should get her phone number. How you doing? <laughs> That's his pickup line, y'all. <laughs> so it's like, how you doing? You know that kind of a thing? You begin to be conscious of yourself. You're like always conscious. You're not relaxed. Mm-hmm. You're like always putting second thoughts to it everything Mm -hmm. maybe that person likes me or hope she you know that kind of thing Mm -hmm. someone does something to you on online or whatever and you're like oh that person likes me and the person Mm -hmm. was just not doing anything at all Hmm. so it's more attractive when you're relaxed yeah it's more attractive for also the other person so the person is more comfortable Mm -hmm. yeah Hmm. so that's my that's my basic theory about around it makes sense yeah. And like people who are like single and searching, they're always like, oh, did you text back? What did she say? You're always reading second thoughts to the text message mm-hmm. or how quick they reply. But if it's just basic friendship and you're like treating it as normal, you're like, you don't care. Mm-hmm. He texted back, she texted There's back. There's a confidence that comes in feeling secure or relaxed too. 
I wonder too sometimes if you're oh I shouldn't this doesn't really I don't know how loosely this relates to your point but I wonder if um, if it's a good healthy relationship if you're attacked by evil for being in it hence you get a lot of different anxieties or you have a lot of new people enter your life or show interest in you and it's yeah. or you think it's like some kind of an attack could too. be a spiritual warfare type of thing yeah it's it's obviously it's kind of a spiritual warfare like yeah i had to it's like building into our relationship which is something i didn't even tell you too but I had to severe myself from how do I put it make myself not available I just like to try to start doing that or for like you had to tell your other girlfriends you had to break, my break other the girlfriends to them no it was more like there, there was this thing I had to go to it happened a while ago it was just happened it was a quick thing but it was this thing that like I usually go to whereby I'll be available to talk to certain people sort of and it was just mostly like girls and all that kind of thing I'm like yeah some other person can handle it I don't need to be here so just avoid any kind of warfare or whatever it is mm. like yeah I understand Sounds what you wise. mean like spiritual warfare too mm. so like there's like you're in a relationship and the devil knows mm. when someone's in a good holistic Christian relationship or whatever it is mm-hmm. it's better to just break that down mm. yeah. yeah steal kill and destroy yeah terrible so, what's next? Okay. Before we go to the last one, well, I don't know if this is a relevant point. This is my theory. I was saying something about, I was talking to my friend, I said, back in the day, Hollywood used to have good stuff. Like, all the Disney stuff are, like, legit. Everything, they're just recycling everything. They're rebooting the movies, they're doing that. This was my theory. I just felt like, back in the day, there was a little bit more Christian culture. That so, makes sense. So, like, the spirit of God was around and giving people wisdom. And now, the atmosphere is so filtered and polluted. Like, the gospel has reduced. So, the spirit of inspiration and giving people ideas to write good stuff is, like, thinning out. Hmm. And people are just rebooting. You know, like, being creative. Oh, that's so interesting that you see that on a mass level. Yeah. And in Hollywood. Yeah, that could be a fruit of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, of that restriction. Yeah. And my last one. So, I was like, white people look alike. I know this is sad. This is really sad. But, so, I come from a country where everybody looked alike. Mm-hmm. It was like... I told you that I've had the same experience, but backwards. But let me I tell you what happened. Just you, a white neighborhood. Let me tell you what happened on my trip. So, I didn't even tell you this. To Texas. Yeah. So, when I was driving from... Missouri, I stopped. Where I stopped to get my briskets. Biscuits? No, briskets. Bris- How do you guys pronounce it? <laughs> Not barbecue. It's the barbecue brisket or. Oh, beef brisket? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so I stopped in this lead, and I think, you know, when they say you get what you deserve like what you give you get or what's that thing what goes around comes around yeah so i always thought white people look alike like remember one time i told you i went somewhere and i saw the person change her clothes 
And when I looked at the person, I thought the person was you, and I was like, "Oh my oh, goodness!" That's right. And then you show you showed me a picture, didn't you? No, no, I didn't show you the picture of the person, but like, I thought I told the person like, "Hey, how you doing? Oh my goodness, you look so good." Oh, this was at work. Yeah, this I know. This wasn't in Texas. No, no, no. No, I was gonna so go back. So you're going back to? I'm work going for back a to. Okay. I'm building on that. Okay. What goes around comes around. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I have I treated a lot of white people, making them. <laughs> uh, let's say, for instance, I see a David and I treat a Tom like it was David because I thought they looked alike, and I bring up the experience we had. Like, for instance, if David's father died and I meet a Tom that looks like David, I'm like, "Hey, man, how did your father pass away?" And the guy would look at me like, "What?" Because they kind of look alike to me, I know. So I've been doing it back, doing it back and forth, and we just started dating. And I thought another girl looked like her. I am so sorry. I forgive you. Thank you. It's fine. So I asked. I was like, not asked the girl. I was like, oh my gosh, you look so cute. And the girl was like, thank you. And she was flustered and like <laughs> blushing. I'm like, and I froze right away because mm. I knew she was not the one. Then I walked away from that one, but it was alright. So I went to this place in Missouri on my way to Texas. So I went through Missouri. There was this place called Cuba. I pulled over. I saw this big sign that they had barbecue ribs. So I pulled over to sit down and eat. Then this couple just kept staring at me. They just kept staring, and I was like, "What is going on here?" Then the husband came over and was like, "Sir." Um, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from Wisconsin. Da, da. He says, oh, we fostered a child. Is it fostered or adopted? It was one of them. We fostered or adopted a child. He's half-brother. Like, you look exactly like the child we adopted. The kid looked like Wesley Snipes with corn roses. Wesley Snipes is so much darker than I am. <laughs> so, um, On behalf of all white people, I am sorry. <laughs> So I just feel like what goes around comes around. I did it to myself. So, so I mean, I have the same experience. I mean, when you're thrown in a different culture, when you don't have that diversity, um, that's I think that's a common struggle when Mm -hmm. you when if and when you can get out of that. I had the same experience. So yeah, so he pulled up the phone. Like, dude, I'm like, I know people look alike, but I mean, this is your foster child. How do you think that child looks like me? Not a bad point. Not a bad point. That's. I'm like, you saw this kid every single day. Yeah. But it was like, no, what? This is what they were looking for. They were looking for the half brother. But he said that. He no, he did did not. Did he say you looked like the the half brother, or I looked like the kid, or the kid? So they were thinking I was probably his half brother. So they did all that. So 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 this is what this is another stereotype about America. It's not just white people, Americans. What do you think of Africa? So they just think it's one big village or there's a village life there and everyone is adopted and brought here or something weird like that. <laughs> so I'm so sad. It's because we never leave. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. So she, um, what, what happened? So he was asking, like, so I, I literally told him I was from Africa, like Nigeria, Lagos, Africa. Then he probably was now, probably, I don't know if he was trying to put two and two together to make sure I was not the half-brother. Because I'm sure he's he would have felt like a light bulb go off, like, oh my goodness, you're all the way from Africa. Maybe 
they adopt i don't know maybe your half brother or someone and i'm like look chill bro my brother i know my family so like i have a family and it's a real family like mother father and kids like my brother is a lawyer my other brother's going to college I didn't know that. he's a lawyer that's so cool yeah show this picture i didn't I don't remember that part. Oh, yeah. Sorry. My brother's a lawyer. Okay. My other brother is trying to go to college. I know my dad. I know my mom. I'm like, bro, I ain't adopting. <laughs> like, I don't have any half brothers. There's no way that this is going to happen. Us. So take that thing and go away with it. So, yeah. So, but other than that, it was, it was cool. But I just felt like what did goes he, around. Did he say, like, oh, were you, like, adopted? Or did he, did he give he you He was going to give me that kind of clip. But I was like. So you already had that I impression. To, I was trying to explain it down. I'm like, bro, bro, chill, bro. I have <laughs> parents and brothers just like y'all. So I'm like, bro, yeah. chill, chill. Before you start getting your hopes up, like, if I was through an adoption agency or I went. No, bro, stop, stop, just stop. Yeah. So, but it was good. I just felt like what goes around comes around. Finally, I got a taste of my own medicine. <laughs> God makes use of all of it, right? And that is it. It's a wrap. Praise ye the Lord. Mm-hmm. Psalm 150. I just want to see one scripture. I think I've already said about one or two scriptures already. You are the light of the world. I have God has used me to be a light. It's a name I'm getting to be fully aware of because I was not like born with it. And I just started leaving out the name like four or five years ago since I moved to the state. So seeing God do his work with my name is so awesome. I agree. Amen. Mm-hmm. Any last words? We're supposed to do 15 minutes or 10 minutes over. See, that's what happens when you bring a cute girl to the show. You just go over. <laughs> you just have to go over. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thanks for all the grace y'all are extending to me. Amen. I don't even know where to look. There. No, no, it's just. Where is it? I don't know. I just look at I'm my face. I'm this bad, y'all. I'm this bad. I just look at my face. Okay, let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for this great day. Thank you for all the things you taught me being 26. Thank you for the guest, Amanda. Thank you for all what you have done. Oh, Lord, and I pray this gives you all the praise. I mean, all the glory and all the praise return to your name. And pray for all those adulting. To as well, give us the grace and the strength to keep going. Pray that everyone trusts you with your lives and everything works out in the end. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's a wrap, y'all. Let's find this baby.